Hello everyone, welcome to Digital Nomad and the video, how to make money while traveling the world. Speaking of traveling the world, we've been traveling around Latin America for the last year, and now we're families from. We're in the northern Philippines, which is about six hours uh, north of Manila, and unfortunately the Wi-Fi isn't that great in this neck of the world. I'm in the big city called San Fernando, which is the capital of the province. And I'm here at the internet cafe uh, with a whole bunch of teenagers who are playing video games. So I have these noise cancelling earphones on, uh, which helps drown out the background noise. But it's quite fun to see all these kids playing. Uh, so as we're traveling, we love interviewing fellow world travelers, fellow entrepreneurs, fellow internet marketers, fellow digital nomads. He's actually from Vancouver, BC, Canada, but we didn't actually have the chance to meet. Uh, he's actually now in Thailand. I'm here in the Philippines. We're both in Asia. So who knows? I wanted to bring Kyle on the show here to talk about his own travels, his own business. He has a great business called Do It Yourself Genius. He can do anything. So what a awesome uh, you know thing to learn. I'd like to be able to learn to do anything and everything and learn to do what to think forward to hearing Kyle's insights. Kyle, uh, welcome to the show, my friend. How are you doing over there in beautiful Thailand today? Good, Ricky. Thanks for having me on the show. Uh, yeah, it's a nice sunny day after a thunder shower last night. So uh, nice, clear, uh, beautiful day. Good to hear. Good to hear. And uh, any uh, Wi-Fi hiccups? Uh, we might have some lag or there might be some interruptions, but hey, life is a digital nomad means you're never going to have perfect Wi-Fi, especially here in the Philippines, it's a hub, yeah. uh, as opposed to Thailand, Chiang Mai or Bali or, you know, like Medellin, which are obviously much uh, more, more famous digital nomad hotspot. Why don't we start there? Uh, why don't you share a little bit more about yourself, your background, and anything else you want to share with the listeners and viewers here today? Sure. sure. I guess my story kind of goes back to when I was in university at the University of British Columbia and he kind of disenchanted with the education system, how theoretical it was, how reductionist it was, how it looked at nature around us as this mechanical, meaningless thing that we just kind of use as a resource. And I just started to question um, kind of the assumptions taught in our school system and the way people were taught and the way people were prepared for this this corporate world that I didn't really want to play any part in and um, out of that um, kind of a, a period of disenchantment and and depression um, dealing with the kind of the system that I didn't really feel any kindred the spirit with um, I got into online learning I got into traveling and learning and retreats and, and workshops um, as I traveled and kind of out of that um, came DIY Genius, which is really about mastering the focus to learn anything and learning to do it outside of traditional institutions, using online resources, using like all these amazing teachers that are writing books and uh, you know creating online courses, um, doing retreats all over the world with the internet now there's we have access to all these amazing people that don't just teach these normal subjects um, in school but teach life skills that teach you how to run a business how to be a digital nomad like you ricky um, they teach you 
stuff that's really about self-education, about discovering who you are, what your purpose is. And I think that's really the kind of education that matters most today um, in a really fast-changing world where a lot of the stuff that's kind of taught in school, that's very theoretical, that's very standardized, that everyone's being taught is not that valuable when everyone can do it. And it's also not that valuable when it's very routine thinking that's involved. And that's the first stuff that artificial intelligence and software and robots is able to automate. So um, with DIY Genius, it's really about developing who you are inside, learning to focus your mind on you know, your higher purpose, um, on things you're passionate about and connecting them to problems and challenges in the world that you can help solve. So uh, that kind of education is really a lifelong process. And uh, I'm just a huge believer in, in learning by doing, um, creating creative projects, creating online businesses, creating online courses, creating retreats, events, workshops, and learning by doing that way and learning by teaching and, and, and spreading um, your values and what, uh, what you learn. So that's really uh, the essence of what DIY Genius is about. Deep dive into. I'd love to hear about your travels. We love talking go travel and business on the show. Tell us about some of your travels. It's uh, about. Yeah, uh, I think I heard the question properly. Uh, broke up a bit. Um, yeah, I just love traveling. I love living in nature. Um, being from Vancouver, I'm fortunate to live close to nature. But I find the winters in Vancouver being a little long and depressing, and uh, I just prefer to go abroad in the winter. So typically, I live in Vancouver six to eight months a year, and then I spend the winters traveling. And I lived in Mexico. I really like Oaxaca in Mexico. I've lived in Belize, Guatemala, like the Atalan area there. I find very beautiful. Costa Rica, Chile. Um, that was kind of earlier in my life, and then I discovered. Um, Asia, Southeast Asia, and Bali I really like, and uh, Thailand. So um, I'm in Thailand right now on the island of Koh Phangan, and this is a place I've come back three times, which uh, is rare for me to come back to the same place so many times, but I have this great community here. Um, Sri Tanu, the village I live near, is a, a global center for yoga, meditation, qigong, um, learning about consciousness. And there's probably 10 different schools within a 10-minute motorbike ride of Sri Tanu. Um, and it's just an amazing community here of, of people seeking, of people learning, of people teaching. And so I've been here for three months. And uh, another thing I love with this island is there's amazing beaches that you can hike to that have nothing on it, undeveloped beaches that are isolated and, and pristine. And then there's an incredible chain of mountains going to the middle of the island. So I also run an ecotourism business. And when I travel, I do ecotours and retreats. Um, so I do a retreat here in March every year up in the mountains and the national park here uh, on the island. There's also a national park called An Pong um, just off the coast here. So I love learning about ecology. So I've learned a lot about the island ecology, the trees, the plants, the mushrooms, the reptiles, the birds. Um, so I teach that in nature and I teach people how to open their senses in nature, how to communicate with nature, how to hear the languages being spoken by 
you know, ultimately trees and plants and, and the, the insects and the birds around them. And uh, yeah, I'm just passionate about nature. I love computers, um, but I also love unplugging and getting deep into nature and opening the senses in nature and unplugging completely from the, the so-called matrix uh, every now and then. Well, you know, those are some skills that I definitely want to learn myself in terms of connecting uh, with nature. Uh, tell us about uh, what do you feel are some ways that we can connect better with nature? You mentioned animals and insects and trees and passion. How can we as humans better connect with this world that we all share and live in and inhabit it? And how can we connect better with it? Yeah, so I think there's really two ways. There's through thinking and there's through feeling. So through thinking, you know, when I take people into the forest, I teach them, you know, how to label plants, how to understand what plants are, have herbal power to them, you know, what plants are healing, um, what plants are edible, what mushrooms are edible, um, you know, the, their role in the ecosystem, how the ecosystem works together as this holistic entity, really. Um, so I teach that side of things of like thinking, understanding, ecology. So I really believe um, understanding how forests work is really important to understand how we can make our society more sustainable uh, and more in balance with natural processes. And the other side is feeling. So really bringing your attention to your senses when you're in nature. So what you're smelling, what you're hearing, what you're seeing this felt presence in your body as well. So the best way to really anchor yourself when you're walking in nature is in the felt presence in your body. We really feel and experience the world around us through our body, through our feelings, through our emotions, and then we think about it and we label it and we, we have these narratives that develop. But really when you can drop out of your brain, your mind, this, this kind of thought space, into your body, into your gut, into your heart, you can feel this felt presence, that this living presence that is always all around us, um, even when we're inside. But when we're in a forest, it's just that much more powerful. So one of the things you can do is just walking in the forest, bring your full attention just to how you're feeling in your body, how you're feeling in your heart. Just noticing that and feeling that and then with that as kind of a way to ground yourself, to keep you from kind of wandering off into thinking constantly, then you can start opening up your senses of what you're smelling, bring your full attention to what you're smelling, bring then your full attention to what you're hearing. Like the cicadas here, you hear around me probably right now in the background. You know, this is a, a sound you hear in forests all over the world, in jungles in the Northern Hemisphere. And um, they sing when, when the temperature changes, when the sun rises and the sun goes down. And just bringing your full attention to these sounds really makes them more interesting, makes them fascinating. Like when our mind's always wandering and, and, and going from one thing to the next, things are not that interesting. But when we bring our full attention to something, things become powerfully interesting and we develop this sense of awe and wonder. So what you're, what you're smelling, what you're hearing, what you're seeing, bring your full attention just one sense at a time can be very, very powerful. And then over time, you can actually develop more of a holistic presence, this kind of felt presence 
where you're experiencing all your senses simultaneously in this kind of holistic um, sensation in your body, this, this holistic presence. I think you froze there. I just don't hear, I heard a little bit, but then it froze. Okay, sorry about the bad Wi-Fi there. Uh, my question had to do with your website, DIY Genius. Yeah. Um, it kind of centers around self-education and what's called unschooling. So in school, you're given a, a, a structure to follow. You're tested on a certain curriculum. You're given a grade. You're given deadlines. You're given accountability to a teacher. And then you're given at the end some sort of credential, usually uh, you know, a certificate, degree, diploma. So unschooling is really about creating that structure yourself to be your own boss and making yourself accountable to mentors, to, to you know, people that, that, that teach you in different courses you take, but also to your close family and friends where you commit to a certain plan of action, of, a plan of learning. Um, and you basically develop the resiliency, the focus, the discipline to really learn on your own effectively. And then when you're learning on your own, the focus is more on learning by doing. So um, learning by creating something like, like this, like a podcast or a website or an ebook or some sort of creative project that demonstrates that you learned something. Because I think in the 21st century today, what matters so much more in these new digital creative industries is not so much a certificate that hangs on the wall, but your ability to do something, your ability to get a result. So with a lot of the digital stuff, you have the tools um, of creation, the, the computer, the smartphone, the tablet, and it's just a matter of using them in a creative way to create stuff you can share with people around you, with people where you can get their feedback, where you can see if they would use it, if they would find value from it. 
And then from that, you can create a digital portfolio that really showcases what you can do. And so when you're learning on your own, you may not have the credential, but you can create the portfolio that shows what you can do. Like for example, if someone wanted to hire someone that does websites, they don't care that you went to school at Harvard for websites, let's say. They care that you've made beautiful websites that, that function, that are fun to use, and that maybe you've tied in some other skills like the, the ability to track conversions and the ability to make social media sharing easy and to track all that and, and to, to have the analytic component tied in and, and understanding the business of, of making a website perform in some sort of way where the business gets leads and, and sales from it. So all this stuff can be demonstrated online now. So it, it's so much more important now to learn by doing and learn by creating. So really our, our theme of DIY Genius is just learning by doing, learning these new skills as well. Um, today in the economy, there's a lot of jobs like the traditional professions that have just too many people in them, like lawyers, even doctors, um, accountants. A lot of these jobs are being automated because the, they're high paying jobs and there's a lot of incentive to automate them. And it doesn't mean we're not going to have doctors anymore, but we're going to have the best doctors. Um, and then the average doctors are going to be eliminated. And so I think now there's these new professions emerging around coding and design and marketing, um, online business, um, teaching, you know, that aren't necessarily tied to these traditional institutions that you can really do on your own. And so what I help people do is identify what they're good at doing, what they love to do, and then connect that to a problem in the world or a challenge they can solve, and then learn the skills they need to do it and then learn these skills that are in high demand, either today or in the near future, because there's all these new skills like, um, you know, artificial intelligence and digital marketing and data science and, and you know, um, storytelling, even digital storytelling, that there are these waves that are rising that in, in three or four years, they're gonna become that much more in demand. So if you wanna learn something new now, you should learn the stuff that's gonna be in demand by the time you're you're ready and you've, you've really gone through education. Whereas a lot of the stuff you learn in school, in traditional school, like let's say pharmacy, you know, pharmacy is something that's being automated. So in five years, you know, your pharmacy degree that costs $200,000 potentially in the US, let's say, um, may not be worth very much. Whereas a degree you took in school right now in digital marketing and analytics is gonna be worth a lot in the near future as well. Um, and then you can also learn that kind of stuff on your own if you're disciplined and you get focused. So I help people get focused to create the cognitive structure to learn of what they want to achieve in their life long term, what they're going to achieve this quarter, what they're going to achieve this month, this week, and then daily being able to focus on the things that actually get the results rather than just doing all these different things um, because they, people, a lot of people have a lot of interest but focusing those interests together into something kind of singular they can focus on um, and get a result and, and build a career around as well, helping other people and, 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 and creating value for others. Sounds great. You've definitely developed an amazing wealth of uh, info to really achieve uh, maximum life potential. So tell us about uh, you have some online courses and also tell us about about your 
membership site, Kyle? I have three membership sites. Um, DIY Genius, I have a membership site that's basically based around mastering the focus to learn anything. Um, people join, they go through a process of basically uncovering what they love to do, what they're really good at, and then connecting it together into a challenge or problem in the world they can solve, and then learning to tell their story, learning to get clear on the narrative of who they are, um, why they're here, and then what they offer other people. And then I take them through a process of cognitive mapping, which is basically creating this map of what you want to achieve long-term in your life in terms of impact, in terms of legacy, in terms of like when you're old and you're 85 years old, let's say, what kind of community do you want around you? What do you want to be known for? And then I take you over the process of really applying what's called lean or agile methodology used in startups to your career, into learning fast, failing fast, and learning from your mistakes, because that's the best way to learn, and pushing yourself out of your comfort zone where you have to share what you do with other people fast. I think the biggest mistake that's made in business and in education is people don't create things they can share where they can have, let's say, their target market or people that would benefit from what they're doing give them feedback and say, this is great, no, this is shit. And then that feedback is crucial to developing and learning. Whereas, you know, I know in business, having done, you know, worked full time in my business for seven years, you know, you go off on a lot of tangents and you go off on a lot of um, kind of course ideas that you think are gonna be great, but then no one buys, or these people don't buy in, in as much as you expected. So really developing things in coordination with an audience is something very new now we can do with, with the internet, where you know I can send something out to my email list, and I can do early testing of my courses, and I can get people's feedback, and I can find out like what the weak parts of my training are, what the strong parts are, and, and kind of build it in coordination with my audience, and build it around a problem they have that I help solve. And maybe initially, the initial course doesn't fully solve their problem, but with feedback, I can work toward creating a more holistic solution that will solve their problem and get them the result they want. And that's really the key with online learning, um, especially if you're independent like me, like no one's paying me for a degree for all this theory. They're for a transformation in their life. So with DIY Genius, the transformation is really about mastering the focus to learn on your own and to be your own boss and to manage yourself at a high level of productivity. Um, and one of the things I'm really a huge believer in and I've been teaching for about five years now is flow psychology, which is basically how to get into flow states where you block out all distractions and, interu and interruptions and you focus on high priority things when your energy is at its best um, and you get results each day rather than you know procrastinating away your day and working on things that kind of feel like work but don't um, you know produce any real tangible results. Uh, another academy called Social Creators which is around digital storytelling and developing a narrative uh, around developing a brand story for yourself or your business. Um, that moves people, that makes people want to join your community and share what you're doing. And then the most recent academy is called Animist, and it developed out of these um, eco-tours and retreats I do in nature, where I teach people how to rewild their senses and get more in touch with nature, um, simply because I think a lot of the physical and mental illnesses that plague the modern world 
are as a result of disconnection from nature. And I get into about five areas where people today are often disconnected. The first is the food they eat. A lot of people eat a lot of sugar and processed food and white flour and all this processed garbage really that our body can't process very well um, because it's not natural. So I teach people the habits to change their relationship with food um, and develop you know, a healthier gut biome, which is crucial for your, your, your consciousness and for your energy levels and for your mood. And then I get into movement, how you know, we're sitting at computers all day staring at screens and it's an inevitable part of life today, but how to, to break that up with more movement how to you know get outside and move and exercise without necessarily setting foot in the gym and then i get into sleep how to how to do relaxation exercises how to understand your sleep rhythm um, and your sleep type so that you can get really high quality sleep every night and then finally breathing um, how to breathe deeply how to breathe from your diaphragm from your abdomen um, in a way where you're energized and you're able to clear anxiety and stress out of your body. Whereas today it's very common for people to sit all day to breathe in the chest, which almost guarantees you're going to be in this hyper aroused fight or flight like state constantly and have very high anxiety and poor quality of sleep. Um, and just a low level of energy because you're kind of chronically um, burning out a bit. So I teach those four areas and I connect it together with what I call tribe which is really doing it with other people, the people around you, um, and really having this social connection with people and a sense of belonging in a community. Um, and that's something I've really learned traveling, because um, I'm sure you can attest, Ricky, um, traveling, you know, you get to a new place, you don't know anyone, um, you need to find a community uh, of people to really connect with. So, um, you know, being able to build those communities for me has really been teaching and doing workshops and and kind of knowing my values and what I'm really interested in makes it easy for me to go to a new place and uh, find that community. So, yeah, I just kind of teach what I'm passionate about and things that interest me and, and things that have helped me because pretty much all my courses started with my own problems, whether it was focusing or not being healthy um, or, you know, struggling to get my message uh, to spread. Um, really just like I learn by doing and then over time I've learned to teach. Yeah, you know, I'm glad you put it that way. Most most entrepreneurs at the end of the day, we solve our own problems, and then no one has done that yet. And we're like, okay, so good on you, Kyle, for stepping up to the game and uh, your vision for the future. Uh, you mentioned you go back and forth between places like uh, Central America and Asia and Vancouver. Uh, that comes west. Uh, curious to know about your vision for your future in terms of your business, your travels, your life, and more. Um, yeah, uh, my vision for the future. So after Thailand, I'm off to Portugal. I'm doing a retreat in this beautiful enchanted forest there um, near the village of Sintra, which is up in the mountains above the city of Lisbon. And there's this amazing, like, 200 square kilometer national park there that has you know ancient megalithic ruins in it and, and i think there's about four castles in, in the park that date back hundreds of years and it's just this enchanted place 
And um, there we're diving into the Celtic traditions of Western Europe, which is really the indigenous um, traditions of Western Europe, um, of at least Northern Western Europe, stretching into Portugal and Iberia, up into France and Germany and the Scandinavian countries and England and the British Isles. Um, so I'm going there and then I'm going to be going to England and learning um, more about the Celtic traditions there, working with some teachers there, some Druidic uh, teachers there. And then kind of going forward, um, I want to be play a bigger role in helping to fix this climate kind of problem we have today, this ecological crisis. So I developed um, this uh, uh, subscription service where people can pay to neutralize their carbon footprint. So basically, we all have this carbon footprint of the energy that's burned to sustain our lives, to, to power our electronics, to keep the heat on in our house or the cooling, the fans, um, to, to travel. Um, all these things we do burn fuel, burn carbon energy. And uh, the problem is we burning, we're burning too much carbon energy. There's too much carbon in the atmosphere. It's leading to the warming of the planet and the changing of the water cycles and all these things that are really bad for the, the very near future, actually, that we're um, going to experience regardless these disruptions in our way of life. But we can still kind of turn back uh, the clock on it. Um, and one of the ways we can do that is by planting trees. The trees are the lungs of the planet, really. Trees inhale carbon dioxide and they breathe out oxygen that we can breathe. So I developed this tree planting service uh, where people can basically neutralize the carbon footprint and then trees are planted. Right now in Madagascar, we have a project in Madagascar where locals are trained to plant trees to restore their forest and ecosystems that have been badly damaged by the colonization there by the French and then different uh, factors. Um, so kind of going forward is more at a high level working around helping people reverse climate change and play a role in, uh, in, in turning and reversing climate change. And, uh, and really with Animus, my latest project, it's really about changing people's perception of nature from this mechanical, meaningless kind of resource that we just use to this animated, living, sentient um, energy that's all around us that we can communicate with and tap into. So uh, that's kind of my, my, my uh, near future is really diving deeper into what I teach around animism, around changing your perception, and then around giving people practical solutions to not only improve their habits, but also reduce their ecological footprint and their carbon footprint um, in different ways. No, yeah, it's all amazing. I am here for the next hours, and this is 24 hour podcast. And in the meantime, I'm sure a lot of like they want to connect with you further and ask you a million more questions, which I didn't get to the membership site. Uh, so how can people connect with you in terms of your website, social media, and more? Yeah, just look me up on Facebook. My name is Kyle Pierce, uh, K-Y-L-E-P-E-R-C-E. -E. Uh, just Google me. You can find all my social media. You can find my websites, uh, DIYgenius.com, 
socialcreators.com and animus.eco. Awesome. I love how they're using on iTunes, one of the directories, uh, podcast directories. They'll be right in the show notes. So thank you, Kyle. It's great to connect with uh, fellow. Early, uh, we'll get to cross paths soon. Thanks again, my friend, Kyle. Cool, Ricky. Thanks for having me on. I love what you're doing. Keep up the great work. Thank you. And uh, thanks, everyone. Uh, once again, apologies if there was any Wi-Fi hiccups, but hey, we'll just uh, roll with it. And uh, you know, that's uh, part of the journey as a digital nomad. And uh, yeah. as well, DaddyBlogger.com and also DigitalNomadMastery.com uh, for our family travels and of course, uh, learning how. And we'll catch up with you guys in the next episode.